0: Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Carrie did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Welcome to episode 46 of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara, And this is our 46th episode... <laughs> episode! I don't know why I said epithode. Episode <laughs> of Talk Direction. <laughs> um... We wanted to remind everyone that we put a bonus episode out this weekend. Kara, what did we do for our bonus episode this past week? We had, I just
1: cut you off, I'm so sorry. Um, We did a little get to know the host part two, and it's not so little because it's truly two hours long. (laughs) Um, But I thought it was great, like, I had a great time doing it, and I feel like um, people wrote in great questions, and it was just a fun time, so go listen to it if you want to.
0: It was good. We got a message from our other friend, uh, our high school friend on Facebook, saying she listened to the whole two hours of it. So <laughs> that was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, it just like warm my heart. And it just brought back some great memories of some, you know, late night chats from the AM. So it was a good time.
0: Uh, next thing, Carol, why are we recording on Monday?
1: Okay, you don't even know this. So <laughs> that's funny. I don't even um, know it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we're going, I mean, me, not we, um, we, as in my, my study abroad program, we're going away on a trip for three days. I'm not really excited about it, but like, I mean, it's cool. Cause we get to see a new place, but like, I don't have that much time left in the the place, the city I'm studying now. So it's kind of a bummer to like go away for three, uh, three days. Um, we're going to Stratford, which is like the birthplace of, um, Shakespeare. And we're going to see plays every night um and we don't have classes this week but um we have like opportunities to like do a bunch of like touristy stuff around the town which Whoa. is a really small town um i mean it's not that cool it's like a really that's, small town apparently. you're going to
0: plays every night okay I mean, i'm writing yeah. like an essay every night that's what i'm that's doing that's true
1: yeah, I mean, I have finals next week, so I have to prepare for that, but, yeah, yeah. and we get to stay at bre- bed and breakfasts, which is kind of insane, like, it's That's so, so weird, cool. like, yeah, I mean, it should be cool, I'm, I'm being such a spoiled brat right now, it's cool, like, let's be real, it's cool, <laughs> like, I'm lucky that I get to do this, um, yeah. yeah, I have, like, something else to share, but I feel like I've been talking too much, do you have any stories to share, I feel like you have something to bring up?
0: Um, I have a, a couple things. They're not exciting. The other thing I wanted... Well, I mean, it is exciting. The other thing I wanted to do was remind everyone that we teamed up with Slacker Radio, um, which is an mm-hmm. app, and you can also get it online. It's a sort of music streaming site, but... What, it, it, unlike Pandora or Spotify, in between songs, you sort of get a background about the artist or who they've collaborated with or who's inspired their work. And Kara and I did clips for their new One Direction station. So we talk about like Little Mix and Ariana Grande and Megan Trainer and how they have related to One Direction. So they're called Slacker Radio. You can get the app or look it up online and listen to the station and hear us talk. And it's very sort of chill sounding, just like Talk Direction, sort of like a talking ba- talk back, a back and forth sort of conversation <laughs> um, about different artists, which I think is cool. Mm, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm still blown away. It's still so exciting to me. It gets me like, giddy every time.
0: And what's your story, Kara?
1: So this is kind of random, but I feel like anything that has to do with this podcast, I feel like I should share cuz it's like it's a pretty funny story. Um I didn't really ask her if I could share this, but I feel like she'd be fine with it. Um hopefully Chloe if you're listening to this, hopefully you're fine with this. Um so my I told my housemate who's also into One Direction that I did a podcast and she she has been meaning to like listen to it but she's not like a big podcast person, so I feel like if you're not, like, I don't know, like, I've grown up with podcasts, so, like, it's just kind of normal for me to just, like, listen to something for, like, an hour and a half, two hours, but, like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, people's attention spans are pretty short. Mine's really short. The fact, I feel like if I didn't grow up on podcasts, like, I wouldn't be able to listen to them. But anyway, so... Um, Wait, how do
0: you listen to podcasts? Do you, like, sit and just do nothing and listen? Or do you do stuff? Oh, no, for
1: sure not. No. But I feel like yeah. some people think that that's, like, the way to do it. But, like, I mean, it is. It could be a way. Like, sometimes yeah. I do that. But, like, I just do it when I'm, like, bored and I don't feel like listening to music and just, like, walking around mm-hmm. and just, like, nice to have, like, people in your ears. That's weird. Exactly. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, little elves just in your brain. Um. So, anyway, so we... um. It's weird because something brought on, like, an existential crisis for me and Chloe at the same time, and we were coming home from a class trip, um, and it was late at night, it was, like, 1am or something, and we were both separately, we talked about this later, we were having, like, low-key existential crises, and both of us were typing on our phones on our notes app, like, just kind of, like, writing out our thoughts, like, without, like, we didn't know that each other were doing that. Yeah, like, we have a lot of, like, weird parallels like that's it's, it's kind of interesting. Um... And then the next morning, um, she apparently woke up and she was still sort of like in a weird headspace. So she's like, what could I like, you know, use to calm me down? So she's like, I'll listen to Kara's podcast. Like that should calm me down. Yeah. And guess what episode she, she clicked on. Which
0: um, episode? I wonder
1: if you know where this is going. She clicked on our, if, um, if I could fly episode where in the first part, <laughs> of the episode we have a little existential crisis of our own and it was the oh, exact yeah. same things that she was worrying about and like it was like we like went kind of too much into depth with that she's like are you kidding me carol Like she was, <laughs> she was like oh surely they'll move on to a new topic soon but we didn't we just had like we had our own freak out on we air. had a
0: little best of that sometimes it's yeah, good which to just it's needed yeah, yeah.
1: But, like, yeah. I feel like if you're, like, trying to be calm and then, like, other people are freaking out, it's just kind of a mess. Probably not then... the
0: best thing to listen to. Yeah,
1: I cannot believe that's, like, the one episode. I mean, okay, I, like, feel like I have, like, existential crisis, like, all the time, but, like, that was, like, the the pointed one, you know? That was, like, the uh-huh. the one. So.
0: That's interesting. Well, yeah. hopefully... Of all the when other Yeah, honestly, of all the episodes, but hopefully other people you know, or she listens to other episodes and and feels soothed instead of more riled up by it. Yeah. Um okay, so the this episode, Kara actually came up with the idea, unless it was one we talked about. I couldn't really remember. Um (laughs) but we'll say it was Kara's idea. And we're gonna be talking about love lyrics in One Direction, our favorite love lyrics and our least favorite love lyrics. Um and also we're doing one D as love songs, which will be interesting. Um, But first, let's get into news. So our first news story this week is that Zane is playing the Capital FM Summertime Ball on June 11th at Wembley Stadium. Uh, And this is Wembley Stadium has like 80,000 seats. Um, One Direction has performed there a number of times. Uh, and this is sort of this big summertime sort of festival, sort of, I mean, it's not really a festival. It's like a, it's a mishmash concert where you have lots of different artists this year, mm-hmm. Little Mix, Nick Jonas, The Vamps, Years and Years, Flo Rider, they're all playing, um, this sort of one big concert experience, uh, I guess is how I would describe it. I know I've seen videos from past years and One Direction has done this in the past as well, um, but I know we've talked about Zayn sort of his performance style and how it's a bit lackluster. Um, and if he's going to be playing to 80,000 people, how is he going to adjust the way he performs so that it reaches that type of audience?
1: I am very intrigued to see how this will go. I just, I don't know. Because I just like, I, I feel like all the other people that are like listed here just have like a very like, I don't know, they have at least some sort of presence. Like, I just, like, can Mm -hmm. kind of sort of... Like, he just has such an amazing voice. He's an incredibly talented, good-looking man. But um, I feel like he might get, like, kind of swallowed up by the stage. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I can't imagine him, like, running around and, like, pumping up the crowd. But, you know, like, sometimes that's, like, kind of needed. But, like... Yeah. I don't know. I can't imagine, like... Do you think he'd do, like, little speeches in between the songs and stuff? Like
0: I don't know. I mean, when he goes on tour, he's going to have to, because that's a part of a concert experience, you know? You don't just yeah. sit and listen to someone. But, I mean, this, he'll probably play a couple different songs, maybe one or two or three. I don't know how many they play. But a couple mm-hmm. songs. Um. So maybe he won't. I- I'm sure he'll say something. But I just yeah. can't... I-, I-, I hope he's, like, really working on that because seeing live music is good because it's it's different than hearing it in the headphones you know um and i just want this to be a different experience and 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 to feel connected not that i'm going but we'll get the videos of this (laughs) they'll they'll have like high quality videos online because i think they tape it Mm -hmm. um but i'll just be interested to see how that goes
1: yeah for sure same
0: um, and then some other Zane stuff, uh, Pillow Talk reached over 400 million views. Here I have written 400,000, but it's actually Oh, I was going to say,
1: like that's million. not that great, 400,000, <laughs> no offense, Zane, but yikes.
0: <laughs> yeah, 400 million, which is that's sort incredible. of up there with some of One Direction's most watched videos. I was looking the other day, I think What Makes You Beautiful might be their most watched, which is around seven, I could just be making this up, 700 million, I don't know. Um, but that's a lot of views. That's really that good. a lot of people. For... Yeah. It's insane. Um, so that's cool. I don't think- I don't Wait, know where I his other to... video oh. sits, but-
1: Yeah. I'm sure that's, like, his most, because that was his first one. Yeah. Um, but, like, when you said insane, that just reminded me that Zane's official, like- website is called insane.com have we talked about that because i don't
0: think so oh that's so isn't funny isn't that kind I of weird that. like it's in his
1: twitter profile insane.com like that just like kills me it's so he funny is all it reminds... about
0: those like fun weird like sort of dorky things like that yeah it is really
1: dorky it just reminds me of like the first freaking year of one direction like that's like you know yeah. like Blah, blah blah those kind of things um insane but like I just that was just such that was a good
0: description blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> um I
1: can't remember the rest of the I can't remember like what was Louis, um Fabio Louis, know. um Liam Incredilium mm, that doesn't seem right <laughs> uh, if you I'll have to like google it because I'm sure it's everywhere because that was like yeah. the only thing that was available in like 2010
0: yeah um, maybe that's, like, his way of holding on to One Direction somehow.
1: I'm sure it's not, but let's pretend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, the next thing about Zayn is that he, did you listen to the song? He sort of released this song on Twitter, which to me seems, it's called Sooner Than Later, um, and he, he captioned it, my old Mac ways with the sunglasses emoji. So to me, this meant this was something he sort of fooled around on his computer, maybe while he was still in One Direction or before he became Zane, um, when he like recorded stuff on his computer or something. I don't know. Did you listen to it, Kara?
1: Yeah, I did. And it's actually a, a Drake cover.
0: Um, oh, okay. That makes so much more sense.
1: And I think it's an old song of his. I don't know what album it is, but I don't think it's from his his new album. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it sounded quite auto-tuned. I don't know if he was... Yeah. That meant he, Zayn was, like, messing around with the auto-tune himself, oh, but it sounded very auto-tuned. I was like, what is going on?
1: Yeah, the way I would describe it is, like, pixelated, if that makes sense. Like, it just yeah. sounds, like, so, like weird and like grainy and i was just like what the heck is did he just like fool around in like garage band and like try to be like cool and professional and just kind of hits a bunch of buttons and just kind of like whips it out like i don't know because i like i would love to hear him singing that like just his normal voice you know i feel like yeah mac um mac what's it called mac like audio is pretty good so like it wouldn't sound like that because i record on Macs and it's like the audio is Mm -hmm. pretty good
0: so i don't know what he was doing but i thought it sounded like Besides that, it sounded quite nice, and I was giving him credit to the lyrics, but I'm going to now give them to Drake. Those lyrics are really (laughs) sad and beautiful, so I really Mm. liked that, Um, and I'd love to see the full cover. Um, I guess I have to go listen Mm. to Drake's version. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also wanted to bring up the fact that uh, for Zayn's album promo, I mean, we got some sort of promo, like, before the album came out. And then the album came out and we haven't really gotten that much from Zayn. We haven't gotten a lot of TV interviews. I mean, we got a couple of n- late night shows, but it was mostly just the performance, not like a sit down interview part. Yeah. Um, and we haven't seen him go around to radio stations really besides like one thing he did with, uh, I think, what was it? What's his name? The American Idol guy. (laughs) Ryan Seacrest. That's the one. Yeah, I think he did something with that. But we haven't really gotten much. So I just was wondering what you were thinking of this.
1: That's so true. Wow, I didn't even think about that. I think that, like, they sort of relied on his, like, previous fame with One Direction and sort of, like, the hype about, like, him Mm -hmm. leaving and, like, um, his, like, previous fan base. Um, Which I feel like, I mean, it obviously worked because he got number one and he's doing well. But I feel like... I don't know, if you're trying to, like, bring in new fans, I mean, I guess, like, Let the Music Speaks for itself, but, like, it's always kind of, it's, I don't know, I feel like it's a good idea to do some promo, but I guess, I don't know. It's weird to me that he hasn't done any interviews, like, really, mm-hmm. on, like, late night and stuff, because he's only done performances, so I guess I wonder if it's, like, sort of his, like, nerves and his sort of, like, I don't know, maybe he's just, like, really anti-interview and just doesn't like doing them alone, because I can sort of see that, Um mm-hmm. because I don't know if, like, the interviews would, like, help or hurt him just because of his like, more uh, introverted personality. I mean, I'm an introvert, so I'm not I'm not dragging him for that, but um, you know what I mean? I just feel like he's mm-hmm. not the most... Like, he doesn't, like, get his... I don't know, get his personality across on a first uh, listen or first, like, presentation of himself, mm-hmm. if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I think, though, like, going forward, I don't know if he can still, though, just rely on fans yeah. to get him through. Because mm-hmm. while he got... Like a number one, and I again I'm not listening to the radio, so I don't. I'm sure Pillow Talk is playing a lot, but I haven't heard that much talk in articles or just on social media about other songs. There was like this high peak of everyone talking about Zayn, and then it sort of dissipated a bit. And um, even me, I haven't been listening to his album, and I don't know if that's just because like there's been other music I'm listening to, or or whatever, but. I just feel like to have him, like, giving more interviews and talking about more of the songs, that would encourage me to keep listening or Mm. to, like, encourage other people who haven't bought the album to buy the album and get them excited about perhaps a tour coming up, which is another thing. We don't know when that's going to be happening, if it's going to be happening. Um, Mm. Because I know, like, I would think summer tour would be a good idea. Yeah, maybe he'll start in the fall. I, I I'm not really sure, but you'd think that he w- would want to tour sort of closer to the album release than yeah, like wait a while.
1: I know it just kind of seems all seems odd to me. Um, yeah, but also I don't really know like normal quote unquote timing for artists because like we're so mm-hmm. used to One Direction and everything's so fast paced and just like yeah. bam bam bam. But I I do feel like promo is pretty consistent between, mm-hmm. like, artists. It doesn't just, like, not happen, except for, like, if you're Beyonce, but, like, Zayn, you're not Beyonce <laughs> yet, so.
0: Yeah, so, again, some more waiting and seeing. I feel like that's all we do these days. That's so true. Um, Our next new story is Harry-related, uh, and this goes back to us talking about Harry um, acting in the upcoming Christopher Nolan movie, Dunkirk, which is a World War II movie, uh, which has Tom Hardy in it as well, and the news about this is that Harry's dad on Twitter confirmed that he was going to be in Dunkirk. It seems to me like a conf- confirmation, but I guess you can take it any which way you do. But then he ended up deleting the tweet after that. Um, and the tweet says, United in final. H has great movie role, so I'm back. Had nothing to say after 1D took a break. Back now. What are you saying about Dunkirk? Question mark. X, or kiss. Um, so he's deleted it. Clearly he wasn't supposed to confirm anything. <laughs> uh, but this is good that we have a confirmation. Did you have doubts before this, Kara, or no?
1: I mean, to be honest, I heavily relied on hope and just blind faith. So, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of don't take anything for confirmation until I see with my own two eyes, but mm-hmm. I had a lot of stock in it, and I, I really wanted it to be real, so I think I kind of convinced myself, so.
0: Yeah. Sometimes there's rumors that you're like, okay, that seems like it's legit. Yeah. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. so many people are, and it's more reliable sources, and it makes sense. Um, I was pretty sure it was happening, but it's nice to have this sort of confirmation, although it did get deleted, so, you know, there's still not a 100%, but I'm pretty Ugh, sure. God, just let me say. know already. Honestly. Um but yeah this movie is gonna be filming in May, so we will be knowing this month, which is crazy. It's supposed to start filming, I think, late May, which also means goodbye Harry's curls. Um I feel like (gasps) we're gonna have to have a whole show about saying goodbye to Harry's curls if he cuts them off for the Oh my god.
1: A funeral, (sighs) a memorial service.
0: Yeah, it would be so sad. But I also kind of was thinking about it. We're going to get to see Harry with short hair, which I can't even sort Mm -hmm. of comprehend. And then as Mm -hmm. he grows it out again, see him go through the stages of, you know, it'll it'll almost be like him recreating One Direction eras through his hair and his hair Mm, growth. But like now with a different facial structure. So, I mean, that's the that's the upside. We have to see the silver linings in these things.
1: Also the movie. <laughs> like
0: Also the movie, yes. <laughs> yeah. Very true. <laughs> um, and Nick Jonas was actually quoted saying, I've heard from a few people in LA who've seen him, agents and casting directors, that he's a good actor, which is interesting. So that's him talking about Harry acting. Hmm. So I don't know which directors Nick Jonas is in contact with, but you know seems fair I mean, to Jonas say. I think Jones does
1: some acting, so
0: Yeah, and um, he's been in um Scream Queens and, and I know he had his own show back in the day.
1: And also he he was in a a show about wrestlers or boxers or something when he played a more serious role. Um which I haven't heard a lot of people talk about, but like, um yeah, I think that he did he did more acting, I think, than just Scream Queens, but I feel like that was the most like well known.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's hopefully says something good. And, and yeah. like we've said, we don't think Harry would just get a role because, you know, he's Harry. We just, I, I mean, I could see him being successful at that, despite his yeah. iCarly days. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also wanted to talk about the promotion for this movie. Because, so if it's coming out July 2017, which is just sort of like the idea for now, but you know sometimes these things get set back. That means, you know, filming's gonna happen, then promotion leading up to the movie, and uh, I mean, first of all, we'll get to see Harry doing interviews, because I'm sure whether or not he has a big part, he's gonna be a huge draw oh, yeah, for, for sure. a lot of people, so they're going mm-hmm. to want him to go on a promotion tour. Um, so we're gonna see him interacting with other people other than One Direction members, which is just fun. Um, and, and like to see him, sort of take the, not underdog position, but, like, The Apprentice looking up to some of these like, big-name actors or directors. Um, and it would just be interesting to hear his story of getting into acting because I feel like this mm-hmm. was sort of thrust upon us and we didn't really, like... <laughs> it's not like we know he has such a big acting history, you know? Yeah. mm mm-hmm. um, And then uh, this... It sort of all ties in. Um, uh, this weekend there was a lot of rumors going around about like the One Direction hiatus and how long it's really gonna be. Um, and I, it just got me thinking about, uh, Harry and this acting thing. So he's doing promotion in, in July, he's filming, and then whatever other acting parts he wants to do, cause I can imagine this is his first role, but. If he's this isn't gonna be his only role, I'm sure he's looking into other acting positions he can get and will want to sort of pursue that and this is sort of a new journey for him, which is really cool and um, I know if I was starting something like that, I'd wanna see how far I could go with it mm. um and then also talking about his solo music as a whole other project that would be interesting to explore um maybe before one direction gets back together so to have that chance to do those solo projects and to go into acting and do a lot of different parts and sort of get experience in that um, and i know megan trainer was talking about uh how when artists collaborate even just on a single song like when you have a featured artist uh in a song that it takes a lot to get that to happen because you have to get together to write the song and record it and both have time in your schedules to promote the song as well, to mm. do promotion together. So it's like a big agenda that you have to have. And it just got me thinking, you know, we have Niall with his management and Louie doing stuff and, and Harry now taking on acting and possibly solo music what is reasonable in the foreseeable future when all four boys' schedules will open up to allow them to write together and record and and then even tour? Because touring is months and months on the road. That's saying, I'm not going to do acting for five months. I'm not going to, like, do my own solo music for now. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on all of that, Cara.
1: Man, I don't know... Um it just, like, sucks, because, like, I feel like all of these rumors just, like, sound like they could be real, but also it could just be people just trying to, like, get clicks. Um, mm-hmm. but I just feel like now they just, like, seem to be just sort of, like, dipping their toes into the solo realms of their different projects. So I feel like it's not gonna, like, they're not gonna reunite, like, next year, I don't think. Um yeah. But also, we also have this entire year, um to, like, see what happens and, like, what the timelines for everyone's projects are. So I don't know. Like, I really don't know, like, what the timelines for people's things are. Because, I mean, acting, um, I mean, it's not going to take, like, two years to film this movie. Um, Yeah. But also just, like, with solo music and, like, I don't know. There's just, like, so much they seem to want to do. And nothing's really confirmed right now. Um, yeah. like completely confirmed they haven't talked about it so it's like we're not even we don't we're not even at the confirmation stage um yeah. so that's like what I'm thinking but I'm also like not mad about it just because like I was thinking about it and like I love all the boys like individually it's not like I just like them when they're in a unit and just like everything else I'm just like oh this mm-hmm. is disgusting like I don't want to like think about them or talk about them um so I feel like I'm happy for them and would be interested to like see like their individual personalities like shine Um, you know, brighter, and, like, be able to, like, see what they actually are, like, individually, um, rather than just sort of being, like, this, like, conglomerate thing, which I love, too, One Direction. I love One Direction, obviously, but, like, I feel like, I don't know, I'm not mad about it, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely not mad either, and I I just think about, like, the things that I've done in my life, and even the things that have been, like, so good, and you're so excited, and you sort of are living in that moment, and they seem like they never want to end, once it does end and you sort of start a new project or have a new beginning, you almost feel like, not that the other thing... There's almost sort of closure with the other thing. And I'm not saying that they've had closure on One Direction and will never get back. But I think maybe like in that moment when things are ending, you're very like, it's so nostalgic and you're like, we're going to come back, like we're going to do this. But then having sort of taken a step away, it's been a number of months, you're like, that was so good, and now I'm ready to explore new things, and I'm not ready to go back to that other thing yet. Let's put that on the back burner and let me do these other things that I want to do with my life. Um, And while that was amazing, it doesn't mean what I'm doing now isn't less amazing.
1: Yeah, I really like that. I think that's such a good, like, like idea that... I can apply to my life and just like anyone can apply (laughs)
0: to their lives
1: to be honest like this is hitting me hard um yeah I feel like you don't yeah you don't never have to peak you can just like constantly be doing new and interesting Mm -hmm. things and like not like look on the past and be like oh my life will never be better than that moment Mm -hmm. um and also like I feel like sometimes in like good moments I just like sort of like sort of have I don't know instead of like appreciating for what it is I sort of am like oh, I'll definitely do this again one day so I don't even have to, like, worry about never doing it again. But, like, instead of just, like, appreciating the moment for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I feel like that relates and I feel like I should be better at that. But anyway, yeah, I like what you said.
0: Thank you. And, like, talking about Harry's solo music, if Harry were to do music, I can imagine, like, writing it, getting it produced, recording, releasing the album, promo for that, and then a tour. If that's yeah. all going to happen before 1D reunites... That is years. (laughs) So I'm thinking it's going to be a number of years before One Direction get back together. And there were even rumors that if that were to happen, they'd sort of be doing a reunion greatest hits tour. I don't know how true that is. I don't know if they would come with new music, Um, but it is something just to sort of think about and like get in our heads and feel out so that it doesn't come on all of a sudden and we're sort of, you know, blasted with this, like, realization that One Direction's not coming back for a bit, I guess. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's move on to the main discussion, which, as I prefaced, this is best and worst love lyrics from One Direction. Um, So we each chose our five favorite and our five least favorite, Um, and we, the the love lyrics, it didn't have to have the word love in it. It was just sort of about love. And I don't know the Mm -hmm. parameters. Kara and I didn't really discuss it too much. I don't know the parameters we each followed, but it's sort of a loose term that I think any of our, um, any of our choices will fit into. Um, but I wanted to give a little bit of a background about the love songs in One Direction's uh, discography. I don't know why I keep trying to say that word because I really do sure to say it. I'm pretty sure you're saying it right. Am I? Okay. We'll just go with it because it's, it's hard to say, like, all the songs. Like, it's not as yeah. nice as one, like, s- solid word. Um, mm. But I went through, I went through each of One Direction's albums and sort of wrote down which songs came up to me as love songs. Um, we all know in music, I think love songs are the biggest... Uh, genre of songs that people create. Uh, if you look on different people's albums, that's sort of the number one type of song, whether it be about breakups or falling in love or uh, sort of like in-the-moment love, anything like that. Um, it's a lot of times about love and relationships and romantic feelings. Um, and if you look at the first album, Up All Night, I thought that all of the songs related to love. And, and mm-hmm. Kara, you can sort of Look through the track list, too, and tell me if you disagree with any of this. Um, but to me, all of them, while they don't necessarily have to be about love, they shouted love to me. Um, yeah. like, a version of love. Uh, I agree. Take Me Home, I said... Okay, good. Take Me Home, I said, all 18 are love-related as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Midnight Memories, I said... 17 were love-related, and then Don't Forget Where You Belong is the only non-love-related one I saw. Um, I think you could make that about love, but I think that one's more about being home, and I know Niall was talking about being on tour and that type of thing. 13 from 4, I said, were sort of directly about love. And then we have some that can be considered love. Girl Almighty, Night Changes, and Act My Age. Mm-hmm. While I don't think they're necessarily about love, uh, I think they can be. Um, and then Eleven from Made in the AM. And then the ones that I chose were not about love, I think also can be considered love. Hey Angel, I want to write you a song I I don't know why I chose Olivia here. I guess, oh, Olivia was because Harry said it could be about a place, it could be about a feeling, or whatever he was saying. (laughs) Um, But it it also is about, I love, like, love, I love you, or whatever it is. And then history, uh, history could be about, like, a relationship, but it doesn't have to be walking in the wind and AM. So, just sort of seeing that progression, what do you think of the fact that so many of the songs are about love, Kara.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a very popular topic in pop. Um, I mean, across every genre, honestly, Mm -hmm. let's be honest. Um, but especially just because it's like kind of, there's no, I mean, I don't want to sound insulting, but like, there's kind of no thought involved and it kind of can relate to like most people. Mm -hmm. Um, um, and I feel like it's kind of just a tried and true song um you know topic
0: yeah and it is interesting to see that sort of almost all the songs from their first two albums and even the third one are about love and as they go on there's a little bit more variation which I, I know think yeah i like that speaks to them having more control over their music probably and moving away from that bubblegum pop which was a great mm-hmm. era but also you know moving into some other areas uh while still about, very much still about, like, relationships and connections to people. It's not directly, it's, a lot of things can be, be about friendship or, yeah. you know, missing people. Um, okay, so I just wanted to give a couple examples of artists who write songs that are not about love and to see how that would translate into One Direction's music. The first mm-hmm. example I have is Beyonce, and I'm referring to Lemonade. Um, while I think a lot of the songs on Lemonade, which is her new album, if you haven't listened, go listened, and you mm-hmm. will be empowered. Um, I, like, literally, I'm walking around campus today listening to it and I'm just, like, walking so fiercely. I'm like, <laughs> get out of yes. my way. I, I am listening to Beyonce. Nothing can stop me right now. <laughs> um, oh, yes. But, like, a lot of her music um, and the visual album bit that went along with it uh reaches topics that are way more than just love even though that might sort of seem like it on first glance of a lot of the songs i think maybe if you were to just listen but she talks about a whole bunch of other topics about inequality and stuff that is really awesome um Kara, do you want to say anything about beyonce's music
1: I, I don't even know where to start, so I'm just going <laughs> to pass over it, but I, I just am in awe of that album still, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then we have Taylor Swift's 1989, Welcome to New York, was very much not about love. It was it was about, you know, being yourself and being independent, Shake It Off, Bad Blood, uh, New Romantics. A lot of them are about friendship or sort of starting new or dealing with, um, like, hate. Then we have Ed Sheeran's songs. Uh, take it back, I see fire, the man, they're not necessarily about love. Um, Because while I think love is something that's very relatable and easy to write about, and it's something common, and maybe people can sort of grab onto it more, uh, people go through other things that are really important in their lives, whether that be Mm -hmm. friendships, or, you know, losing uh, someone you're close to, or um, you know, being away from home, like mm-hmm. the the song Niall wrote, um, and I just think sometimes it's uh it's so much more interesting to hear songs that are not about love, yeah,
1: sometimes I feel sort of distant from I don't know most music honestly because I haven't had like this like one great passionate love you know what Mm -hmm. I mean that like everyone sings about so I'm like I can't relate to any of these feelings um so I mean it's it's pretty like isolating I guess because a lot of art is also about that but also like when I think about the love I have like with my family and my friends I'm like I have a bunch of love Mm -hmm. in my life but like not the kind of love that like most people sing about so I feel like I've I, I don't know I love hearing about um songs that are that are different uh, mm-hmm. um than just like the same old kind of tried and true love story um uh, yeah so i mean i would definitely love to see them sort of branch out and i think we saw that more so in made in the am where they talked more about nostalgia yeah. and friendships um and sort of things that could be interpreted in in many different ways not just sort of just a uh, casual relationship or just like i don't mm-hmm. know yeah
0: and I think they also do that a lot by using different pronouns. If they use you rather than, uh, like, she or something, it, yeah. it broadens who you can be talking about. It's not necessarily, like, this one girl they're talking about. Um, yeah. But we've interpreted it to be many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any topics that you'd love to see One Direction cover in the future?
1: Um, I think more about friendship. I just love songs about friendship and I feel like that's not explored enough in just like any form of art. Um, sort of more like of ob- of ob- like obviously familial things. Um, just sort of like mm-hmm. more about like celebrity status and I feel like that's not very relatable, but I feel like whenever celebrities give us, like, a peek of that into, like, by using their art, it's always very, very interesting. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Uh, Like you said about the celebrity status one, uh, that while we can't directly relate to it, when it does get that specific, you can almost just relate to the emotions they're feeling and feel so connected to it because, like, while we don't really know at all what it's like to be someone in the public eye... Um, When it is so personal like that, we feel like we can connect to it. Um, mm-hmm. other I would love to see that topic explored. Other mm-hmm. things just like general with being in a, an industry that's so public. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things that relate to maybe what they went through with Zayn leaving the band. Yeah, or I was not, thinking that too. Yeah, we're not really sure, like, exactly what songs on Made in the AM relate to that. I know some people think Long Way Down does, some people think History does, um, but there's not necessarily sort of a clear-cut song that you, you can pinpoint and be like, that's what that's about, um, mm-hmm. which I, I don't necessarily need, but I think... I don't know. I always feel like writing songs should come from like what you're going through in your personal experience and your own emotions and what you think about different things, whether like they're like truthful experiences that you had in your life or just sort of uh, emotions that you've applied to experience, which I think Harry sort of talks about with Olivia, where, you know, he's not actually talking about a girl named Olivia, but it's an emotion he's felt and it sort of goes along with that. And you can expand on experiences in that mm-hmm. way. Um But I just, I'd like to see more of that. But I think definitely in Made in the A.M., they did a better job um, than even comparing to Four or Midnight Memories. I agree. Um, So let's get into our favorite and least favorite love lyrics for One Direction. Okay, so did you order yours, by the way?
1: I did, but very loosely.
0: Okay. I ordered mine, too. Not super, I'm not going to say not super tight. (laughs) (laughs)
1: it's all so loose
0: that's what i meant going through that imagery i'm like nope that is not what i want to (laughs) say and
1: Um, you still did it proud of you uh
0: okay hopefully it's a good laugh so what is your number five so we'll go five to one one being the most least favorite and five being sort of the least, least favorite <laughs> of the five you chose as your most least favorite, if that makes any sense.
1: <laughs> I mean, I got it, so. Okay,
0: so what is your number five least favorite lyric about love?
1: Okay, so it's gotta be from Gotta Be You. Huh. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, It is, and a girl, and girl, what a mess I made upon your innocence, and no woman in the world deserves this. Um, Just... <laughs> this lyric is just like number one really awkwardly worded number two like there's so many like you know innuendos that they mm-hmm. d- obviously I mean I don't think they meant in freaking up all night to like use those innuendos but like come on it's just like such a weirdly worded thing like they didn't need to do this and it just yeah. like it makes no sense like <laughs> a
0: mess I, upon your innocence like and wow. upon
1: in your innocence like what is this the victorian age like is she a delicate flower like i'm just so confused and just like not i just don't understand and also like it's weird to me that they use the word girl and then woman just like it kind of made me feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. like because like they were like yeah. 16 17 when they were talking about this so i feel like yeah. girl was appropriate but like woman just like spe- feels like someone else clearly wrote it for them which i'm sure they did but it just like made it very mm-hmm. disconnected for me
0: yeah on this song no, no boy wrote on it actually so mm. Um yeah, I agree. I actually also chose Gotta Be You oh my as gosh. my number five. Not the same lyrics though. Ooh. Um yeah, Kara and I haven't compared, so this will be interesting to see what matches I up know, I'm where I excited. Um but yeah, my number five was from Gotta Be You, and I have the lines Cause I'm the foolish one that you anointed with your heart. Oh Lord. <laughs> and anointed. <laughs> that word choice, I just I looked it up the other day. And anoint means to smear or rub with oil, typically as part of a religious ceremony. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say, like, I remember, like, my priest saying that when I was in the CCD and, like, you know, being blessed and everything. Like, I've only ever heard it in a religious context. Or, like, that reminds me of, like, Simba, you know what I mean? Like, when, in Lion King, when he was being, yeah. like, anointed. But that's it.
0: <laughs> it's it's a very odd word choice. Anointed. Like, what? Where did that even come from? Um, so that, that's the way they said that I fell in love with you. Foolish one that you anointed with your heart. That's (laughs) like, how do, that's, it reminds me of the scene in Friends where Joey is. Oh my gosh, yes. Joey has to write a letter and he wants to sound smart about it. So rather than using like general language that we would use like in everyday speak, like saying like they love from the heart and this or whatever, he like, Thesaurus is every single word and it ends up being like, like they, they love from their like vessel pumping organ or something. Like, like totally weird. This is what so this seems funny. like. Instead of like, I fell in love with you, which might be bland, you know, whatever. The, the songwriters chose one that you anointed with your heart. Like what? Doesn't make that sense. Just...
1: It seems almost, like, sacrificial and, like, ritualistic, you know what I mean? Like, anointed with your heart, like, that does not sound healthy, and it sounds like you're literally giving your organ over to someone, um.
0: And anointed by itself sounds like ointment, and I don't know, I don't want to be thinking about ointment.
1: (laughs) It's not, it's not a cool word, it's not a sexy, flirty, hot word, you know? it's not not my first choice.
0: <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the fact that they're trying to not use the same words, but that was the wrong way to go. <laughs> but also, I um, feel like there's something to be
1: said, like, with using, like, the sourcing something versus, like, using a new and interesting imagery. I feel like they just kind of, like, changed the yeah. words up to the same old imagery, so it wasn't, like, interesting. Also, I love Gotta Be You, but I feel like this, is that from the first, like, um, chorus?
0: Um, yeah, it's from the first verse. It's, okay, like, right above first... yours.
1: Yeah, I feel like the first verse was written by a completely different person and then like they're like, uh no, thank you. And then they fired that person, but for some reason kept the first verse and then just wrote the rest of the song.
0: I mean, um, I wouldn't put it past them. There, <laughs> it was a collaboration. I didn't write who wrote them, but I wrote wrote down whether or not the boys wrote on this. Oh, so that's I know smart. this was a collaboration writing. <laughs> mm. Um But let's go to our number five favorite song, Kara. What is yours?
1: I mean, favorite um, lyric, not favorite song. Okay. Uh, man, I didn't realize I put this as my five. What the heck, Cara? <laughs> um, so this is from Strong. And, I mean, it's still one of my favorites, don't get me wrong. Not Being five is still really good because I had a bunch of them that I liked. Um, oh, I was very yeah. picky about I had this.
0: so many. It was hard to narrow it down. Yeah,
1: it was really hard. Um, but I had from Strong, I don't care if I say, um, I'm sorry if I say I need you, but I don't care. I'm not scared of love. Because when I'm not with you, I'm weaker. Is that so wrong? Is it so wrong that you make me strong? Um I just love... I, I've talked about this before. I love, like, vulnerability. And I just love how, like, tender and just, like, raw it is. Um mm-hmm. I'm, I sound like I'm describing meat. But, like... <laughs> um, yeah. I just... Uh, strong is just... I think... When I was, like, looking through it, I was like, can I just, like, put the entire song in Mm -hmm. here? Because, like, the beautiful, like, nautical imagery, beautiful, like, ocean imagery is so beautiful. And I just love an extended metaphor in a song. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I I love this part of the song.
0: And, like, I love that this is such a good way to say, like, someone... Like, rather than saying, like, you're half a person without someone. Yeah. It's another person makes you strong. That's yeah. such a more positive way mm-hmm. to say that, like, being in a relationship or being with another person is a good thing for you. Yeah. It's, like, such a positive message. And and we've talked about this. This one is very much not necessarily romantic. Uh, it could be about any type of relationship, I think. mm mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, this was definitely one of my favorites. I didn't end up putting it in mine because I kind of felt like you were going to. So I was like...
1: (laughs) I almost didn't put it in mine because I thought you were going to. So I'm glad someone did.
0: I know. I wanted to be like, okay, here, which ones are you putting in? So we don't have to discuss the same ones. But I can keep the ones I want. So, yeah, that one is a really pretty lyric. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, my number five is actually from What Makes You Beautiful. Ooh. And I know this is, like, a controversial song in a lot of ways. Have we discussed mm. what makes you beautiful? I don't think so.
1: Have Whoa. we? I
0: don't, I don't know. know. Did we do a comparison ever? <laughs> don't remember. I can't um not remember. It's been too many episodes, clearly. So true. Um, so this one is a short little lyric. Being the way that you are is enough. Um, I love and- that. And this wasn't written by any of the boys, which kind of sucks. But I really, really love that phrase of being the way that you are is enough. Because I think a lot of times people feel like they have to change who they are to be in a relationship. Or um, maybe, like, hide who they are. Hide... Whether that be, like, sort of more metaphorically or whatever. Or physically. I know, like, people talk about um, those dumb posts on on twitter that are like oh take take a girl swimming uh like on the first date so you see what she really looks like without her makeup like stupid crap like that this is saying screw that like being the way that you are is enough and i think that's just a really good reminder that like you are enough the way you are and you don't have to be someone else so that'd
1: make a good tattoo to be honest like like what makes you beautiful like i could see that being tattooed on someone i'm sure it is
0: I think sometimes you have to pull lines away from a song to, to like, try to see them, like, in a different light, which I found doing this thing. There's a couple of, of lyrics from, especially their older songs, I was like, wow, I really like that lyric. And, and you just sort of think about it all together with the song, which is kind of cheesy, but, like, pulling it apart, I really like that lyric.
1: Yeah, there was one um it was a runner up. Can I just like put it in here just because Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Um so this is from one thing and like it didn't make my top 5 list, but I actually really liked it and I don't it like never like hit me, but um it just like the simple lyric get out, get out, get out of my head and fall into my my arms instead. I just feel like that's so <gasps> That was cool. one of mine that didn't
0: make the list. Really? Yes. I was so I was holding on to that one so hard though. Yeah. Same. I so love was I. that.
1: Me too. I, like, never really, it didn't hit me how, like, cool that was. Like, yeah. that's a cool imagery. Like, that's it that's is. fresh and new, you know?
0: It really is. I love that. I love mm-hmm. the way out of the head into the arm. So cool. Yeah, um, it's cool. We need to, like, talk about all of the ones that we chose. I had, like, I 16 favorites and, like, 12 least favorites. I really Cutting them down to five was hard.
1: It was tough. I think I deleted some of mine, which I'm kind
0: of Oh, I made a it. separate dock and stuck a them on there. Person. I was like, I cannot get rid of these. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to least favorites. What okay. is your number four least favorite?
1: Okay, so this comes from a song that we recently did a lyrical analysis on. If you want to go check it out. Um, Little White Lies. I know you want it. I know you feel it too. Let's stop pretending. Um, This uh. entire song, I still like it. I still jam out to it, but I recognize that it is Cringe. creepy. It's it's weird and it's kind of vaguely threatening. Um, mm-hmm. This is like I don't know. This just gives me very bad vibes. These three lines. Um, I just don't like the thought of like someone else like trying to like tell you how you feel. That's not cool. Um, mm-hmm. Just I don't know. It's just like a really gross lyric to me. Not a fan. But I. Still and that like was from
0: Little White Lies. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, that is a trippy song. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah we, we did we did a comparison of Little Black Dress and Little White Lies, so definitely check that out mm-hmm. um, if you're into like the feminist discussion. Um, but yeah, that's definitely not a great lyric. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four comes from Fireproof, which I think is a song that a lot of people like. Um, okay, so the lyric is, 'cause nobody knows you baby the way i do and nobody loves you baby the way i do and i guess i just get frustrated in general by songs that talk about one person being able to love someone better than anyone else ever mm-hmm. will i feel like that that's something that people talk about not not saying that about this song but talk about that in abusive relationships where uh, someone will tell another person that no one's going to love them yeah. again, or no one's going to love them that, like, they li- love them. So I always sort of get bad vibes from that. Although mm-hmm. Beyonce talks about it in one of her songs, and she does it in the right way. Um, and I think it's very different in the song Beyonce sings it in. Which so, one? Do you know? Uh, oh, what is it called? Where she's like, they don't love you like I love you. That's oh, a different- hold up. Hold up, yeah. So, like, that's a totally different thing because you know, it's, like, marriage and a relationship and flings or whatever. But yeah. I, I'm talking, because nobody knows you the way I do and nobody loves you. I, I think it's weird to say nobody loves you the way I do. Like, it's just a little kind of unsettling to me. Mm, mm-hmm. Um. And I think also, uh, beyond that, just saying nobody knows you the way I do and nobody loves you is very vague. Like, they don't know it, but like we don't even know it. Like, cause you're just sort of like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not—it's a nondescript. Like, I don't—I don't get anything from that. Oh, nobody knows you. Okay, well, I don't know them. I don't really care. Type of thing. Like, it's just kind of blocked yeah. me a bit. Um, yeah,
1: they like do that a lot. I was, when I was looking through the lyrics, especially, I feel like on Midnight Memories, they're always talking about like how the other guy knows them so well, but like they also know her so well, and it just like, mm-hmm. but there's no like details it's just like oh yeah. you, they know every inch of you and i'm like okay next like this is a yeah. boring lyric you know what i mean it doesn't give yeah. me any depth it's just like some random blog girl that you don't know anything about except that he knows all about her and you know all about her you're just like okay yeah, like
0: don't tell me show me it show me mm-hmm. exactly what you're talking about give a example not this nobody knows blah blah yeah. blah yeah um so all right your number four favorite lyric okay this is from ready to run
1: and um i like a lot of a lot of the lyrics but this one was um the one that really stood out to me in terms of love i like the one um well i'll just read this one okay um there's a lightning in your eyes i can't deny then there's a uh, bomb. now i'm like seeing how kind of hard it is to read lyrics so like shout out (laughs) to caitlin for doing it every single time okay (laughs) Um, I'll start again. There's a lightning in your eyes I can't deny. Then there's me inside a sinking boat running out of time. Without you, I'll never make it out alive. But I know, yes, I'll know, we'll be all right. Um, I just really, um, I don't know, I think I like kind of undervalue Ready to Run, but I remember like really, really loving um, the first time I heard it, especially um, Liam's verse where he says, I know, yes, I know, I'll be all right. I just got really, like, I got, like, chills the first time I, like, heard it. And, like, I think I remember tearing up, which is not a new phenomenon for me. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I just really love this. And I always love their boat imagery and, like, you know, Mm. ocean imagery. Um, I love lightning imagery with, you know, ocean. um, And I just like the whole, they're just, like, sort of in this together. It's sort of like rough waters. um, Mm. And they're you know they're both struggling but they have like confidence that they're gonna get through this and i don't know i think it's like something very beautiful and like just like they know they're gonna be all right i just think Mm -hmm. it's like simple but it's like it's just like really i don't know they just like clearly have a great partnership going and i think it's like pretty beautiful
0: yeah and i think that partnership is something that comes up in a lot of lyrics we like where it seems like Mm -hmm. a balanced relationship where both people are contributing Mm -hmm. Um, and also imagery in general that's also such a big plus uh, I love that line. There's a lightning in your eyes. I didn't yeah. see that when I was reading through the songs because I I went through all the songs. I, I didn't that one I didn't notice, but that one's so pretty. Mm. I love that. Um, okay, my number four favorite lyric is from "I Want to Write You a Song," mm. and it's "I want to build you a boat, one as strong as you are free. So any time you think that your heart is gonna sink, you know it won't." Mm. um i think the imagery in this song is so beautiful Mm -hmm. and i like this one in particular again that water boat thing i wonder how many times they use boat in their songs let me i want to look this up
1: because
0: this is like a lot (laughs) (laughs) we've said boat so many it says here on this it's saying oh six times what about ship (laughs) ship let's look up ship two times well, it's a lot of, I'm sure there's more ways they say it, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I, I, I like strong. This one, I think just it speaks to a sort of deeper, stronger love where it could be where you're supporting each other and mm-hmm. you, you want to build this sort of boat for someone. Um, but also let them be free, which I think is something you don't always see in love songs. A lot of times it's being with someone, but this one's very much like setting them free and letting them do their own thing and loving them in the capacity that you can Mm -hmm. while still letting them be their own person, which I really Mm -hmm. like. Yeah, I love that song so much. Um, Okay, back to least favorite. What is your (laughs) third least favorite lyric of love?
1: Okay. Um, So this is from... A classic, iconic song that I I love. Um, Nobody compares. Mm -hmm. Um, You're so pretty when you cry. When you cry. (laughs) Wasn't ready to hear you say goodbye. Um, mostly the crying part. I just like remember when I first heard that I was like taken aback. I was like, what the heck? Like, that's <laughs> such a weird thing to say to someone. That's truly so weird. Like, yeah. if someone said that to me, I mean, they wouldn't because I look like an absolute tornado um, when I cry. <laughs> that didn't make sense. What a that's... good
0: description. I love that though. <laughs> I look like a tornado. I want to write that in poetry. Ah, good one. <laughs>
1: thanks um yeah but i just feel like it's sort of like a weird thing to say to someone because like obviously when you're crying most of the time in this context it's clearly like they're not crying out of happiness Mm -hmm. so it's almost like they sort of I don't know they're not like I don't want to say getting pleasure out of their sadness but like sort of like taking advantage of it I don't know it's just yeah. like, it just like is weird it's just like weird to me if someone weird. told me that I'd be like please don't I'm clearly crying I'm sobbing right now don't tell me I look pretty like that's mm-hmm. not what I need to hear right now like I don't know they're just like oh it's just like it's just a weird weird thing for me
0: yeah, and especially matched with the music that goes on, it's not as if it's, like, some slow ballad where yeah, it's, like, no.
1: you're Mm-mm. pretty when
0: you cry, and I could see a context of that being different, but this is, like, you're so pretty, like, yeah. <laughs> jamming out, like, yeah, it's weird, weird, weird match.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, strange lyric. Uh, okay, my number three worst love lyric comes from Stole My Heart, Mm. And the lines are... I had two different ones from this song, so I'm cheating a bit, but... Because your friends, they look good, but you look better.
1: Oh my god, I was gonna put that too. <laughs> uh,
0: and then the other one was... With just one look, when I saw your face, I fell in love. Um, <laughs> so these have two different... They, they have their own set of problems, each of these lyrics. The first one... If you're gonna tell me you love me or uh, that I love look good, don't be dissing my friends. Like, don't come and be like, so "Well, well, Kara looks good. You look way better than Kara." That's <laughs> gonna make me get really pissed at you. <laughs> like, yeah. that is uncool to say. Don't throw down my friends because you want to try to build me up. I don't work that way. <laughs> like, listen no. to
1: the Spice Girls. Like,
0: have you not yeah. heard "Wannabe"?
1: Are you kidding? You're British. Exactly. You know.
0: Classic tune. Um, so that's that problem with that lyric, and then the other one with just one look when I saw your face, I fell in love. <laughs> I am not a believer in looking at someone's face and falling in love nah, <laughs> nah, nah, i I'm not what is it the what is it called when you love it, love, sight. it for, yeah, love it first yeah, love at first sight. I don't think that's true. I think you could be <laughs> infatuated with someone or or maybe feel an attraction um but I don't think that this line is very deep or makes sense uh, I saw your face. It's very surface level. It's not even like I what saw you weird and, like, talk to you. It's like I looked at your face and I was like, wow, symmetri- symmetrical face. I'm in love. Like, yeah. I don't know. Also, th-
1: this reminds me of another lyric that I was going to put on here. I forget what it's from. I think it's Come On, Come On. And it's like, um, you look good, um... Or something like the girl i was with had to leave or something she had yeah. to go like such a weird lyric and it's like mm. oh like you're my second choice but like oh, you know so it's weird. Just, like weird and like uh, just a weird all around
0: don't ever compare two like, weird Gross. girls bad. two yeah. women and as a way to like show your affection that's just Disgusting. Bad. <laughs> Yeah. yeah um okay then your third favorite love lyric
1: ah okay It is from Long Way Down, which is one of my favorite lyrically um, songs. Wait, what? Favorite song lyrically (laughs) from One Direction is of all time. Um, And I think this is my favorite part. Um, We made a fire, went down in the flames. We sailed an ocean and drowned in a wave. Built a cathedral, but we never prayed. We had it all, yeah, and we walked away. And I think my favorite is the built a cathedral, but we never prayed. Mm -hmm. I just remember hearing that the first time and being like in awe. Like, I feel like there's like, it's not, like, really, you know, crazy, intricate imagery, but it's, like, I don't know. I think it's really beautiful, like, all of this, mm-hmm. um, and it's, like, really sad, um, but I, 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 just, I just love that imagery, and I just think it's, like, beautiful. I think the word cathedral is pretty, it's just pretty. Um,
0: yeah. It has that, the, it has a very spiritual vibe, or, or almost, yeah. like, treating the person, like, godlike, but not in a in a way where you're putting them on a pedestal, but in a way where you're appreciating them so much or, like, appreciating their relationship. Because cathedral has a lot of uh, weight behind it. Yeah, uh, It's not just sort of, like, a building. We built a building. A, a cathedral is, um, like, a place of worship. So, yeah, uh, uh, yeah I-, I love that line. And I, I figured you were going to put it in, so I didn't put it in.
1: <laughs> oh, you know me so well. Also, another thing is that the fact that they use we... Um, I love that, you know, how I don't like, I don't know. I just, I love the mm-hmm. whole grouping together. Yeah. Um, and I don't like being si- like, you know, people being singled out as like being the problem. Like this is like, they're both mm-hmm. like the cause of the downfall of the relationship, it's that balance,
0: That yeah, balance exactly. in relationship. It's all about that. Yeah, I feel that, like we're man. seeing
1: a very, you know, uh, apparent trend <laughs> Yeah, if faves. you want to
0: learn how to write a love song, listen to us because <clears throat> it just comes out naturally, but those are the trends we're seeing yeah okay, so my number three comes from Fool's gold ooh, and it is I'm like a boat on the water. You're the rays on the waves that calm my mind. um love. I just think this is so pretty again, with this boat water imagery uh and the light, the boat, the water, the light. it's all mixed in mm. um, the rays on the waves. I love how that sounds. It's mm. playing with that uh, what is it called assonance the waves and the rays it's got that sort of rhymey kind of vibe to it um which i love and i just think that the image of this it makes me think of like a nice sunset where the you know the sun's hitting the water um it's so peaceful um but in the context of the song fool's gold it's a very sort of um it's it's not all about like straightforward love it's about like someone was sort of faking it so it's very yeah. interesting in the context um might really love this line
1: yeah this was one of the ones that i was gonna put in i was gonna actually put in the also the i'm like a crow in a wire you're the shining distract sh- shining distraction that makes me fly mm-hmm. i just love that whole the whole um verse there i just yeah. think um also i feel like it's sort of interesting that when a lyric can sort of like have the effect that it's talking about like i feel like the, your, the rays on the waves that calm my mind like actually soothes me and like calms yes. me down just like thinking about it and like I feel like yes. I haven't really had that effect or like other lines haven't had a, that effect on me it's so cool mm-hmm. like that yeah
0: oh, I love when that happens yeah I love when I know they talk about it in literature a lot with the way like people write whether like the way that the actual words are formed or Mm -hmm. sort of the sentences are formed. If it's like super run on sentences, it can make you feel almost like uh, stressed as a reader to read that. Mm. And maybe that's what the character is feeling. I I Mm -hmm. forget what it's called. I think there's a word that maybe starts with an M where that happens. Hmm. We talked about it in when reading uh, the story about Vietnam. It was written oh The Things this, They Carried I think The Things They Carried it's written in which is an amazing book people should definitely read that um, but it's written in a way where you don't really know what's happening and you're kind of confused and it's a bit out of order um, and it was written in that way so that you could almost as a reader get a tiny bit of perspective and insight into how uh, the soldiers when they went to Vietnam they felt about their experience there so Ooh, yeah. similar type of thing very cool Mm. Um, so let's go back to your number two worst love lyric, Kara. Okay.
1: This is from an also one. What? This is also from a song that we did a lyrical analysis. I think a comparison actually, um, from a while back. I think this is one of our first ones. Um, this is from steal my girl. Um, you know, we have problems with this. Um, so this is the, the verse I chose. Everybody want to steal my girl. Everybody want to take her heart away couple billion in the whole wide world find another one because she belongs to me okay I feel like we've talked kind of in depth about why this lyric is annoying and bad Mm -hmm. um but like stealing people that's not like that's just not what you want in a relationship like that's not like if someone I don't know just like think about like how you'd feel if someone was describing you as like an object and like something that could Mm -hmm. be stolen from you like I just I don't know I hate that um and just like the thought of like taking her heart away it just like seems it just like she lo- loses all her autonomy and like agency mm-hmm. um and then couple billion in the whole wide world that's not descriptive we've had like discussions about what the heck that means like is it girls is it uh people we don't know and then find another <laughs> one because she belongs to me like question mark uh no thanks so i just think the ownership vibes in this song is just not cool
0: yeah, I chose the same lyrics and I actually put this as my number one least mm-hmm. favorite um lyrics. So I'm glad we both had them up there. And this is our yeah. first crossover, so it must be that these are really sucky <laughs> lyrics. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I really don't like them and for all the reasons that you said pretty much. Um mm-hmm. just not good vibes. It's it's not an equal relationship here. Yeah. Um so uncool. <laughs> Uh, then let's go to... Should I do my second, then, or should I save that one for the after? I guess I'll save that one, then, so I have Sorry for taking
1: your number one away. That's
0: okay. We haven't crossed over yet, so we'll see how we go coming down to our favorite. Um, That's true. What's your second favorite love lyric of One Direction?
1: Okay. This is from... I feel like we might have a crossover here. I'm kind of nervous. uh, uh. (laughs) Um this is from through the dark. Nope. Um, okay. You're good. <laughs> really? Okay. Well, interesting. Yeah. Okay. It was,
0: it was in my choices, but I yeah, didn't yeah, I thought it. so.
1: Um, okay. So, um, my verse that I chose, Oh, I would carry you over fire and water for your love. And I would hold you closer. Hope your heart is strong enough. When the night is coming down on you, we will find a way through the dark. Actually, I think this is the, the chorus. Um, Mm-hmm. which i just think is so beautiful and i love that it can be all types of love um familial yeah. love, friendship love, romantic love. Um i don't know, i feel like those are the most uh, like powerful songs to me or like that impact me personally the most mm-hmm. are the ones that can be like com- like interpreted as um a bunch. Um yeah. and just this has like so much sentimental meaning and i just think um lyrically it's one of the most strong One Direction songs and it's just truly beautiful um And it just, like, I don't know, the love that's, like, described in this song is just so, like, pure and beautiful, and, um, I, I don't know, like, I feel like we've talked about, um, the whole sort of, like, savior complex, where it's, like, I, we don't really love the whole idea of someone trying to, like, save someone, Mm -hmm. um, but this seems very, just, like, uh, equal playing field, like, they just want the best for the other person. Yeah. Um, and not just, like, oh, I'll save you from all the world's terrors, but, like, I don't know. It just seems very equal and um, just. I like it. So
0: yeah. Despite it being like, I'll carry you through fire. I'll carry you over water. I don't. I don't get that like hero yeah. vibe. Yeah. It's, same. It doesn't seem like that to me. And uh, that those were the same lyrics I chose from that song when it was mm. in my list. Mm. Um. So beautiful and in the imagery. It's always this imagery thing. Um. Yeah. Just really, really nice. Mm-hmm. So my number two actually comes from Stand Up. I was also trying to sort of pick lyrics that we might not have talked about before. Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Um, So this one came as a surprise to me when I read it. Uh, And the lyrics are, And I will steal us a car, and we will drive to the stars. I will give you the moon. It's the least I can do. Um, Ooh. Which I think... It's so pretty. Like, setting that aside, like, outside of the song, I didn't even realize this. Like, I'll steal your car and we'll drive to the stars. I'll give you the moon. It's the least I can do. That just is so pretty. I love that. Oh my god.
1: I'm in love. Who knew
0: this was in stand-up? I didn't. Oh my god. Like,
1: hearing you read that too, like, it's beautiful. Like, I can see that being, like, painted somewhere on, like, a beautiful mural like yeah wow
0: it, it reminds me of end of the day with the moon mm. like i will the me her and the moon it reminds me of um what was the other one there was some other song it, it just like the stars it, it has such a Ugh. pretty like infinity wanting yeah infinity yeah like wanting to like do all these sort of impossible things um but Ugh. it's the least they can do because the other person means so much to them they want to do these impossible things even though they can't Love. Um, So, beautiful, beautiful lyric there. Uh, Let's go to your number... We're number one now, right? Oh, man. Number one, least favorite love lyric, Kara.
1: Go. Okay. I feel like this might not be my actual number one, but, like, let me just, like, preface this with, like, remember, this is, like, loosely ordered, and I feel like number one is a lot of commitment, and I, I'm looking at this now and I'm like, did I make the right decision? But I know I needed to put this on here because it like annoyed me from day one. Right. Um, so much so that actually I'll just read it and then discuss. because I don't want to like give it away. Okay. So this is from Little Things. Um, you know, I love a cheering, but I do have some problems with this song. I still like it, mm-hmm. but I have some problems. Okay. So my first lyric that I have problems with is you never want to know how much you weigh. You still have to squeeze into your jeans, but you're perfect to me. Um, And the other one I don't really love is You'll never love yourself half as much as I do And you'll never treat yourself right But darling, I want you to Um, I don't actually hate the second half of that But I really don't like the um, You'll never love yourself half as much as I love you That's
0: that's so interesting Because out of this Little things wasn't in one of the ones I chose for my five But it was one of the other ones And I chose that second half I mean that that you'll never love yourself half as much as I love you I chose those exact lyrics (laughs) For your least favorite? Um, no, no, this wasn't in one of mine, but like it, w- it was one of my least favorites. Yes.
1: Oh, okay. I it wasn't you were say the favorite. Five. I was like, oh gosh. No, it no,
0: it was it was that one little bit that you said that was like your least favorite bit. So yeah, because I think one. the like the second half of that, the
1: I'll never you'll never treat yourself wrong. well. Like never is such a harsh word. Like they yeah. always teach you to never say never. Uh, never not- say never. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like as Justin Bieber said, the prophet. Um, but you know, I just I feel like. That's really just a harsh sentiment. Like you're never mm-hmm. gonna love yourself half as much as I love you. Like I feel like, like that's please,
0: not... I love myself more I than know. anyone's gonna love me. Well know, that's, that's also like, not important. great to say. But like yeah. love yourself.
1: <laughs> I know, like as RuPaul said, if you don't love yourself, how are you ever gonna love someone else? And that's not I don't think the lyric he I mean the <laughs> the what's it called? The wording he uses, Quotes. but it's late. But um sorry, RuPaul. Um I've been watching a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race but I'll talk about that later um <laughs> so yeah I just don't love that and also the whole like you you never want to know how much you weigh you still have to squeeze into your jeans but you're perfect to me I just feel like if someone wrote that about me I'd be like what the heck this <laughs> is what you choose to write in a love song like yeah that's so like oh and I remember Harry like changed the lyrics for a while mm-hmm. um I don't remember like he what didn't he did. not sing
0: some of the he lyrics. He didn't
1: sing yeah he didn't sing that you don't want to know how much you weigh because I just feel like um, that's like pinpointing someone's like probably one of their biggest insecurities and it's mm-hmm. not like even like, I don't know if it's just like with the whole, um, I don't know, people's weight is such a, you know, personal topic and it's mm-hmm. just, it's, you know, media drills it into our minds and it has to be like one of our biggest insecurities, um i just feel like if someone said this to me i'd be horrified and i don't know i just like i know like the but you're perfect to me sort of like tries to like soften the blow but it just doesn't for me
0: yeah and i think like when he says but you're perfect to me as in like I accept you, yeah. but you're not mm. really perfect. But to me, you know, I've I've graciously graciously taken you squeezing yeah. into your jeans LOL. and your weight, and I accept you and love you anyway. Rather than being like, uh, like you're perfect any which way you are, not just a bit to me, but like to everyone else, like you are enough or whatever that beautiful the what makes you beautiful. Yeah, I was gonna is. say
1: like what makes you beautiful did better than this lyric. Yeah. So, yikes. Honestly.
0: Uh, my, cause Steal My Girl was my number one mm-hmm. least favorite. We're going to go back to my number two least favorite was from They Don't Know About Us. Oh. And this is, they don't know how special you are. They don't know what you've done to my heart. And this is, again, sort of similar to the, the, cause nobody knows you, baby, where I'm like, they don't know. But, you know, as a, as a listener and as a reader, I don't know either because you haven't told me anything. Like, yeah. they don't know how special you are. Okay, well, you haven't really said she's special in any, like, good way. Yeah. Uh, I think this is just kind of blah. I, they don't know what you've done to my heart. Okay, well, what have you done to his heart? Like, it doesn't doesn't read anything to me. Um, so I think it's just a bit sort of boring and not great songwriting. And yeah. Louis and Harry wrote on this song. I don't know if they came up with these lyrics, but... Yeah. Not great song. Love the
1: song though. It's a classic <laughs> in my heart. So,
0: yeah. Um, sorry, Kara. <laughs> uh, okay, now down to our number one favorite love lyric. Um, what is yours, Kara?
1: Okay, I feel like I copped out, and I feel like it's harder to choose like one line. So. Um, I wanted
0: to pick an entire song. Oh
1: my God. <laughs> I'm excited to hear. Um, so I picked two verses and you've already read an actual verse from the song. So I <laughs> like that we had three verses in the song. It just kind of goes to show how great the song is. And the song nice. is, I want to write you a song. Nice. Um, and one of the verses I chose is I want to lend you my coat. One that's as soft as your cheek. So when the world is cold, I said cold, really weird. So when the world (laughs) is cold, you'll have a hiding Um, place. (laughs) You'll have a hiding place. You can go. I want to lend you my coat. Um, And then the other one, I know, I just, I just feel like it's such like um, a simple thing. Like a coat is such like a utilitarian, like everyday object. But the fact that they turned it into something so beautiful, um, Mm -hmm. like it reminds me of the Arctic Monkey song, Want to Be Yours um in the way that they turn like every day such like like normal household objects into something like representational of love and I know Mm -hmm. Alex Turner didn't write that it was like a poem an old poem that he uh read or something but like I still I still love the concept um and I just feel like so when the world is cold you'll having you'll have a hiding place you can go I just oh just everything about this is so beautiful and just it really um, is I just love the idea of having like a coat, which is so normal as like a hiding place because it's Mm -hmm. just like so safe and it just like, it just makes me warm thinking about it. Yeah. Um, and then my other one is um, one of the last verses. I want to write you a song, one to make your heart remember me. So anytime I'm gone, you can listen to my voice and sing along. I want to write you a song. This is like, <laughs> I know, so I know. Beautiful. That's why like I chose it because I remember like bawling the first time I heard this verse slash entire song. And I just feel like no other One Direction song really hit me as hard as this one did. But just because mm-hmm. it really i don't know just gives me familial vibes and just yeah. um i think that like for me those are some of those impactful songs um that
0: is gonna be an emotional episode when we go through those lyrics
1: yeah there might be, be tears people there might be tears Kara crying <laughs> live on air well, never happened before but actually <laughs> exclusive probably has yeah exclusive Kara tears um <laughs> man i just love this song so much i think it's like I hate that none of the boys wrote on it, but it's so amazing, it's incredible, and I understand why Liam, I think, said that he wishes he wrote this song, because I do too, buddy, I do too.
0: Such a, such a nice song. And were those the two ones you picked even, like, after, or did you switch it when you heard the one No, 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 those
1: are the ones I chose.
0: So interesting. So Mm. clearly the whole song is just killer. It is. Um, okay, so mine, and I think we can all guess the song I chose, because it's my favorite song ever, um, is from Olivia, mm. and I really, I was gonna text Karen and be like, can I just choose the entire <laughs> song, Olivia, because it is so beautiful, um, but I, you know, narrowed it down to a couple different lyrics, mm. I guess, we'll. should I start with my favorite? I'll just, okay, I'll just go through I'll start with my least favorite and then go with my favorite. Okay. First one. She's lying in bed with my t-shirt on, just thinking how I went about it wrong. This isn't the stain of red wine. I'm bleeding love. Mm. Um, And I like this lyric for so many reasons. She's lying in bed with my t-shirt on. That gives me exactly what I'm looking for when I look at, like, specificity in songs, uh, in in songwriting, where you have that sort of... It's almost a moment in time and you're yeah. brought into this person's like memories where this is a moment that happened or, or it happened a couple times. I don't know where you can really see what's happening and see their perspective. Um, and it's so again, it, 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 almost that thing where you're talking about using sort of household daily objects to describe love, just like having like t-shirt and like lying in bed. It's very casual, mm-hmm. but it means a lot. Uh, and then coupled with like the beautiful imagery of, um, this isn't the stain of red wine. I'm bleeding love. Uh, I just really, really like that. Mm. I think, um, I don't know, the, the contrasting of the red wine and the, the bleeding love and I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I really like it. Mm. Um, and then the lyrics, I live for you. I long for you, Olivia. I've been idolizing the light in your eyes. Al- yes. Olivia. Um, the sounding and the assonance and the cos conson- consonants on all those uh like the a uh, la 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 sounds <laughs> <laughs> um, is really, really pretty, and I think it just flows so well um and even though it's like idolizing someone, I think in the context it it works, yeah, and um the way that Harry sings this sounds so. Not desperate, but, like, very earnest and sort mm-hmm. of yearning a bit. Um, and, again, this is a song that I really, really want to dissect. Um, and then the last one from this, which is my fave, 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 is... When you go and I'm alone, you live in my imagination. The summertime and butterflies all belong to your creation. Yes. I mean, what a way to say that you're in love with someone. hmm Like that is beautiful and also the sound of that part in the song is i think one of my favorite little bits it's like that charlie and the chocolate factory yes (laughs) favorite bits of the album um and and this was the line that i thought might have been written from julian bonetta who's a songwriter who writes with one direction his grandmother's note like poetry notebook but i looked it up and it wasn't this line wait really it's yeah it's the line of the line is the um If you lost me or whatever, look for me in the summer stars or whatever. So this one may have been written actually by Harry, which just makes it all the more better. Because if Harry wrote this, wow. I can't wait to see what he writes, like, for solo work. Because this Mm. is so beautiful, I can't handle this line. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about it? (laughs) I just. I,
1: I just... I feel like I forget how like well written Olivia is just because I remember mm-hmm. like I mean I just associate it with like being upbeat and just like kind of just like mm-hmm. la, la la I love you love I love you know like I'm um, kind of just yeah. like silly and goofy but like when you dissect it like that you're just like it is such good songwriting and it just like the mm-hmm. fact like I think also um the way that words sound is like also just like such a good yeah. um you know representation of good songwriting just because um I mean you know, songs are words, you know, like you need words, right. um, to write songs. So, um, yes. I think that's important. Just like, I love, <laughs> hashtag confirmed. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I love like, I was going to say trickery. Um, I don't know mm-hmm. what word I'm going for there. Like clever, <laughs> like wordplay, mm-hmm. you know, like if you see gamey and yeah. like all that kind of stuff. So like, I love yeah, Olivia,
0: you know, I love it. Yeah. So. Yep. 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 I think we all, we, I'm surprised we didn't have more overlap. Just that one and then and then the same song, I wanna write you a song, but that we chose some really good ones. And there was overlap in ones we had narrowed it down to, so Mm -hmm. um and I think we pretty much agree. It would have been really awkward if I had chosen one that was my worst and one of yours was your favorite. (laughs) God, that could have been the end of Talk Direction right there. (laughs) Live on air. (laughs) Yep. Um But overall looking at the ways they've talked about love, do you think that there's been sort of a natural progression as the albums go on?
1: I definitely think so. Um, mm-hmm. But then also, like, we're, I mean, to be fair, like, they didn't write um, on the first two albums as much, slash they didn't yeah. really write at all on the first album. So I was gonna say, like, if you think about, like, um the Steal My Heart lyric, which is, like, really beautiful, like, we didn't, like, really... Um, recognize how beautiful it was because it's set to such, like, pop music that you're just kind of, like, dancing around to and, like, Mm -hmm. not really listening to the lyrics. Um, But I feel like them um, as, like, you know, One Direction themselves have definitely grown over time. Just, like, even in between, like, four, uh, I mean, Midnight Memories to Made in the AM, it's, like, a pretty, really distinct change.
0: Yeah. Definitely. And I think, like, that comes with not only experience writing songs, but also just experience with love and in their own lives, and as they get older, relationships change, and maybe when you're younger, it's not as deep. I don't want to say that young people can't be in love. I don't think that's at all. I mean, I I personally haven't experienced a lot of what they talk about in their music, uh, sort of relationship-wise, but I think, like, uh, you just change and, like, what your thoughts on love Mm -hmm. are change. And that definitely shows up in their music, even when they don't write it. I think the songwriters that they collaborate with are writing to sort of a certain level. And when that was, like, pop... They're obviously the songwriters who are older are not necessarily writing about their own experiences, but more what someone, sort of the target age group, might experience. So, whether or not One Direction write on the songs, there has been a really nice natural progression of describing love throughout the discography. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, so, now we're going to play 1D as, despite the episode now being an hour and 35 minutes. <laughs> So one D as which is where we say if One Direction were a piece of fruit, which would each boy be? I mean, I feel like that's the example I give every time. It just like but, you know, fruit is a classic, and we did that it was like that was our first one, right? Yeah,
1: definitely one of our first.
0: Yeah. yeah. So this time we've picked if One Direction were a love song, what song would we choose for each boy? And we're gonna kick this off with Liam. So, Kara, what love song did you choose for Liam?
1: Um, I chose Mirrors by Justin Timberlake. Um, I feel like it's not, like, an iconic love song, but I just feel like I kind of associate Liam with Justin Timberlake. I don't really know why, because I don't know if he's Mm -hmm. really expressed a very direct interest in Justin Timberlake, (laughs) but I just, like... He has the sound of his voice, I feel like... Yeah, I think that's, like, kind of why. And I just feel like um just like the vibes I get from it and it's like you know still like popish with like sort of like an rv twist to it so I just mm-hmm. feel like you know I don't know it's just like Liam vibes I feel like a lot of these I'm just like it's the vibes I get but like for these <laughs> ones like I don't know how isn't to that what it. we
0: always do so true vibes is one of our most used word on this podcast oh for sure <laughs> um so for mine for Liam I went with can't Help Falling in Love, which is uh. an Elvis song. <laughs> so I think this is one of the most beautiful love songs out there. It's yeah, so so agreed. pretty. Got such good water imagery. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just imagery in general really pretty. Um, and I chose this one cuz I think this is and here's my, you know, go-to Liam descriptions. You know, a classic love <laughs> song. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess it was it was so much in that like it just feels so, I don't want to use classic, but, like, so, um, like, solid of a love song. Like, timeless. That's the word. Timeless. Um, and sometimes I get that vibe from Leo.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I could see him being a classic, just, like, Like hopeless romantic kind of guy. Like I feel like he's the kind of guy that would like light candles and like have rose petals. You know what I mean? Mm
0: -hmm, Exactly. And like you see what he says, like which we don't really discuss about his relationships on the podcast. But like what he does on Twitter with who's who's in a relationship or or Instagram or whatever. Like I feel like he's quite a romantic kind of guy. Yeah. Um. So I just I see this, and I just see like black and white, and like love and roses, and I don't know.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um. Also. A great cover of this song is by Ingrid Michaelson. It's so beautiful. I like kind of can't Ooh, listen to, to listen. it without crying. Yeah, definitely listen to it because it brings me to tears.
0: Okay, so your Nile as a love song. What would what did you choose for that?
1: Okay, I don't know why I chose this, but um, again with the vibes, <laughs> I was like kind of googling. Um, I was doing this kind of last minute so I like googled like love songs and (laughs) one of the ones that came up was You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift and I just Mm -hmm. feel like it's kind of just like fun it's a bit like you know like it's very guitar heavy um Mm -hmm. it's just like very carefree um I just like get really happy summery vibes from it um I don't love the like lyrics of it but I just love the like vibe of it and like the nostalgia Mm -hmm. that comes with it and I just feel like it's very like sunshiny and yellow and like that's, like, the kind of vibes I get with Niall. So I just, I don't know. I feel like it's very carefree and just, like, upbeat. I feel like he wouldn't feel like, a slow, somber, like, really melodramatic kind of love song.
0: Well, that's awkward. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I chose mine for very similar reasons as as yours. I chose a song called Jenny, which is a Walk the Moon song. Mm. Um, and it is very upbeat. It is very, it's got that sunshiny feeling. Mm. Um, I think this is, like, one of my, I don't know, the way it talks about jenny in this i love it so much because it talks about her body but it also talks about a whole bunch of other things Mm. and it does it in a way that i respect so much i think a lot of times when you talk about a woman's body in songs uh it goes over very poorly because people don't know how to do it right Mm. but when i read this song and listen to it i really really like it um just like the first the first it starts out you've got curves like the ocean gonna take it in slow motion got emotions that'll make it last you got Ooh. freckles on your shoulder and like a soldier and vision's ambition to the- be the best like just oh my really gosh. really i know and like love it. just freaking love this song um and i just feel like it's very nile in sort of like the blunt but beautiful way yeah. it is and like sort of out there and hypey and poppy I don't know I really like it
1: I need to listen to Walk the Mood what am I doing with my you life you really
0: need to Kara okay really need to um
1: what I will save the uh, the album to my Spotify and I will be listening to it on the bus ride that I'm gonna be on yes tomorrow. yes so yeah
0: um okay Louie, what did you choose for Louis as a love song
1: okay I feel like mine are such like random picks and yours are like so well thought out but um I chose You're Beautiful by James Blunt um <laughs> like, I like that song. It's a classic 2007ish tune, may actually 2004 or something. I don't know. I don't know dates. Um uh but I just feel like it's like kind of cheesy and corny and just mm-hmm. like kind of just like I don't know I kind of associate with how many times am I going to say kind of I just associate <laughs> with uh Louie with like that era of music sort of I don't know mm-hmm. why maybe because he's saying hey there Delilah and like yeah. uh, Mr. Brightside for um his auditions but I didn't know he's saying Mr. Brightside um until I know. recently know And I want to see Wh- wait, Who said it?
0: It was it was It his was mom an article talked about it. Oh yeah, but it, yeah, yeah But it from a long it. time ago. What article were we both reading? Sugar you sent to me yeah. <laughs> Oh okay, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, um, yeah, but, I see yeah. that. I like that. Cool. Do you have more of an explanation? Am I cutting you off? <laughs> mm, no, no. Yeah, I, I think like also he did cover of like Forever Young or something, some other in that sort of time period. Those kind of like the Fray. I always think of like the Fray. Yeah. And, like um, just kind of those bands for him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I chose for Louis. The song We Are Young by Fun. Um, and this isn't, like, a it, it can be a love song, but it also cannot be a love song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Louis is very much about, like, living in the moment and being young and sort of, like, experiencing life as it comes. Um, and I think this song sort of reflects that and also has a nostalgic vibe and sort of knowing that things are going to change. Mm. Um, but, like... I don't know. I just, I get Louie vibes a bit from it to try to, like, live in the moment when you can. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so Zane, What did you have for Zane?
1: I had Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Um, yes! I just feel like it's such a cool song, and it just, like, I don't know. It just, like, I don't know. Uh, I feel like Zane is also a very romantic person. I mean, he literally, mm-hmm. like, I mean, allegedly got a tattoo of um his ex-girlfriend or like while they were still dating um and like you know like he is very open like he's like open in a weird way about it not mm-hmm. in a weird way but just like you wouldn't think he would be open about it but like you know he did a yeah. photo shoot with his current girlfriend um Gigi Hadid um he you know posts about her on Twitter like post pictures of her um and I just feel like he's a very like like romantic guy and I feel like crazy in love I'm not like you know not as a bad thing it's just like I feel like he's a very passionate um mm-hmm. dude when he's in love which is you know cool
0: yeah and it's it's in a way we haven't seen with the other boys so much i mean i guess liam does a bit of that when he's with people, yeah. but maybe it's almost like it's a private thing that he's then sort of putting out there but zane does things a bit more publicly that are meant for the public yeah about the people he's with i guess whether that be with like fan art or whatever model shooting mm-hmm. um for Zane, I picked the song "Scars" by James Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, this song is so pretty. Have you listened to James Bay's album, Kara?
1: I have, but I haven't like I can't like pick out songs like I mm-hmm. just like kind of know it just by like listening to the whole thing, but not like song by yeah. song. Yeah,
0: I've been listening like sort of on repeat for the past couple of weeks mm-hmm. and becoming like such a James Bay fan. Um, but this song is probably one of my favorites off the album. Uh, and it talks about... It's about his experience of going on... A, having a long-distance relationship with his girlfriend and then them coming back together in the end. Mm. Um, and, like, the struggles that they went through. Um, but it's just... The lyrics are so pretty. And I think it just reminded me of, like... I guess sort of my relationship with Zayn in that, like... Uh, like, there's sort of a... I go back and forth with my feelings about mm. him. Um, and, like just i guess giving him that space to go and be himself but also wishing he was here in the same way he used to be and then like realizing that we have to grow and i don't know it's sort of a i was a very heavy player in this song pick <laughs> <laughs> um but that's sort of how it always is with Zayn, to be honest um but yeah i love 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 this song so mm. much such a cool song uh and then lastly harry what did you choose for harry
1: um, I put All You Need Is Love by the <gasps> Beatles
0: I picked the same No word! way! Yes! Are you serious? Yes! Oh my um, god
1: At it at again that. with our old tricks of having one yep. mind Um, I mean it's just like so happy in a beat I just feel like when you hear it, you can't help but think of, like, flowers yeah. and just, like, b- vibrant colors. And I feel like that's just Harry's soul. Yeah. is just flowers and vibrant colors. You know what I mean? Like, there's it no other really way to is. go about it. And it's just, like, so vivacious and just exuberant. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, I feel like that just glows out of Harry's face.
0: And he seems to preach that all you need is love, honestly. So He's like, love everyone. like
1: Love is love. Love is like, love. Yeah, all the love.
0: All the love. Like, that's just him. Yeah. All the love is very close to all you need is love. He so should start true. like changing it up and signing it off with Beatles lyrics.
1: Oh, beautiful.
0: And I just thought it had to be a Beatles song as well. Especially yeah, after I talking agree. about Olivia so mm-hmm. much. I was, I was like too. Beatles, like just it just seems so hairy to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Alright, I liked that segment. Um we are going to move on to recommendations. Um my recommendation this week is to listen to Um, a podcast, I'm, it's, it's through ASOS, which is like a store, I think. Um, I mean, it's an, I'm, I'm thinking it's through ASOS the store because that's just what I assumed. Um, but it's a, a podcast episode that, uh, is based, it's an, it's a podcast show that's based around, like, talking to people about their careers and how they got to where they are, um which is totally separate from the other thing I've talked about in the past with Gemma. Um, this is like a different thing, but Gemma was on the show and talked about um, <clears throat> like how she's become a freelance writer and like what she went to college for. She went to, to university to become like a science teacher and she mm. ended up like going into journalism. Mm. Um, so it's reassuring that you can change up, but it also is cool insight into like Gemma as a person. And I think like, we as 1D fans always like that but I think she's also a really good role model um for young women so I would definitely suggest checking that out she's retweeted it recently on her twitter so you can go to Gemma's twitter and find it there but I think I'll also retweet it on our twitter as well cool um, I'll
1: definitely have to do that I feel like I haven't really heard her talk like ever yeah. for long periods of time so it'll be awesome to hear her for like an entire podcast
0: yeah, it is really cool. And to hear her talk about herself, not just, yeah. like, in association with Harry. Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: though they do touch on that, because it was a big part of her life. And, yeah. And she talks about, like, how that was weird to deal with, especially going through school and, like, people knowing who she was. Yeah. Um but, Kara, what is your recommendation this week?
1: Um, okay, I feel like I need to get back on track with the One Direction-related um, uh, <laughs> recommendations, but I'm not doing that this week, so sorry. <laughs> um, I've been loving the show RuPaul's Drag Race recently, and I've, like, never watched it before, and I don't remember how. I just, I really, truly have no idea why I started. Wow, what the heck? Um, I'm trying Sometimes to like
0: these things just like it's the universe telling you to do something it you just
1: know? I, I must have just blacked out and just it just appeared before my eyes and just it was in my soul um and I've like watched so many episodes it's just like such a like a fun dramatic show like like I don't know um I have finals coming up this week or next week uh or two weeks I don't know soon and like kind of Um, I don't know, I needed a lighthearted show to, like, boost my mood. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just this show, and I just feel like, I don't know. I remember Toon Muses talking about it, um, RIP to their podcast slash channel Mm -hmm. thing, Twitter. Um, I miss you guys. I I don't know if you guys listen to us. I know. If you listen,
0: contact us somehow. I was thinking of you the other day. I
1: know. Please Contact me so we can talk about um, drug race because I need to talk to someone about it. Um, also, Caitlin, I feel like you should start it too. It's on. It's I on should. Netflix, dude. I didn't know it. Oh, because I was well, like on like YouTube, it. like um, episode four, part one, like all that kind of <laughs> junk. But it's on Netflix, oh. so yeah.
0: I'll definitely have to look into it. Mm-hmm. So my tweet of the week this week is the fact that Zayn retweeted the tweet of the week I talked about last yes. week. It wasn't, like, the exact tweet, but it was the um, the remix that remix, I talked yeah. about as my tweet of the week, um, which was from one of our listeners. And it was him, It was his song overplaying the Troy Sivan song, and he clearly saw it and recognized it as awesome. And if Zayn ever collaborates with Troy Sivan, like, that will just be a holy moment because, oh my god. Oh my god. The internet Have you listened to Troy's collapse. album yet? No, I need
1: to do that, too. I'm writing this <laughs> down, too. Okay.
0: Yes. I, I feel like I've just been, like, absorbing albums recently, like, with all this new music. You should give me more albums so I can just... I feel like... like Because I I get so stressed about listening to music, and I even just scrolling through my songs to pick love songs, I was like, why am I not listening to all of this music all at once? Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to do. But, like, I find if I listen to an album on repeat, on repeat, on repeat, like then I get it into my body, and then I know it, and I feel more comfortable with it. And I'm like, yes, I've absorbed that music. Thank mm, you.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Um, what
0: is your tweet of the week? My tweet of the week is
1: actually from a listener, and um, it is from Lucia O. And it's kind of, you know, uh, a jab at me for killing a spider, and I love <laughs> it. Okay, so this is sort of a long string of tweets, but um, I'm going to choose part of them that I like really loved. So she was like replying me and she said I this is um in regards to my story about like killing the spider in my room and Um, how that had to do with my roommate or my housemate in One Direction from last episode. So, she said to me, I really do feel like the spider gods will haunt you if you kill spiders. So just, like, say some nice nice things to spiders over the next few months to make up for it. You know, like, compliment their webs, ask them how their day is going, etc. I just thought that was so cute. And (laughs) I actually did compliment a spider's web mentally, though, because I was with someone else, so I didn't want to, like, go, like, whisper to this spider web, like, while Uh I was on, like, a hike with them. But I mentally did do that, and I I feel like... And I'm you gonna... know
0: spiders can read minds, so I it's mean, all good.
1: I it's... I, I just... I, I believe they can. Uh, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that I'm definitely gonna try to uh, make up for my ways because I did feel pretty guilty about that and it just, like, it felt... Yeah. I had to do it in the moment, but it, it feels wrong As now. you
0: should have felt guilty.
1: I know! Okay, but <laughs> it was big <laughs> and scary and I'm gonna send you a picture oh, of it, but... Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> um... I I love Lucia's I know. She has that very, like, witty type of banter type thing Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, All right, question of the week this week is, what is your favorite and least favorite love lyric from One Direction? Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think, if you agree with us or disagree. Maybe some of our favorites are your least favorites Mm -hmm. or the other way around. Um, And then general feedback and questions about the show or suggestions or whatever you want to send us. We're always glad to hear it. Um, even just reflections on the episodes are always nice to read. Um, thank you guys for listening to episode 46 of Talk Direction. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our Tumblr, talkdirection.tumblr.com, or our Instagram, just talkdirection. Uh, make sure you check us out on Slacker Radio, which is the uh, streaming music app that I talked about. Uh, you can just look for the app or look online for it. And then you can follow us on Twitter individually. I'm Caitlin IR Foster. That's C A I T L I N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. And then make sure you go and rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes so you get every episode as soon as it comes out, because as we put it out, it doesn't pop up on real iTunes until afterwards, but if you're subscribed, you'll get it right away. Um, But if iTunes is not working and it was down for the count for the past couple of days, which is really frustrating, and that was... Not our fault. Um, You can also find us on SoundCloud as well. Uh, We're there and you can just play that through your computer or your phone or whatever. and And there's also an app for that. So you can find us there. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 47. Bye. Bye.